first of all, no one under like 40 is listening to this. <laughs> my kids are. Oh, are they? Yeah, my kids love it. Hey, Arthur and... Nora and Nora. Lizzie. I was going to guess. <laughs> Nora doesn't listen as much. Oh, She's my okay. worst child. Nora. <laughs> Nora, you're my least favorite. <laughs> That'll learn you. She knows that already. I love you, baby. Um. <laughs> All right, so you ready to talk about this amazing movie? Well, beware. <laughs> so you're not ready. <laughs> I was born ready. Beware and warning and Merry Choosmas. <laughs> Today, everybody. No. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> um, so, my name's Peter. I'm a librarian. <laughs> my name's Abby. I'm also a librarian. And today, we brought back a very special guest. Other Abby. Or Abby number two. Abby as, two. As we like to call you. Abby Two's Miss. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, today we thought we would take a little bit of a break and not talk about a Choose Your Own Adventure book, but uh, talk about the Choose Your Own Adventure movie, mm. The Embodable Snowman. Mm-hmm. So the best thing about this movie that I can say to prepare everyone for it mm-hmm. is forget everything that you know about the book. Mm-hmm. Except the location. Or just in general. Just forget everything yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Just don't think. <laughs> in general. Because <laughs> it will be a lot better of a viewing experience. Yeah, pretty much. I also think it's very important to mentally put yourself into 2006 yeah. when watching this. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, go grab a baby tea mm-hmm. and get on your juicy... Couture. (laughs) (laughs) How did you know that's exactly what we did to watch this movie? Yeah, you guys put on your juicy, flared uh, twin set with the zip up. Don't forget the Van Dutch hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, So, yeah, uh, me and Abby, too, we kind of have a Christmas Christmas tradition where we watch bad uh, Christmas movies. just, just because. Uh, so we've watched like the we like the Star Wars holiday special, and the He-Man special. Um, we've we've watched in the past. So thought this would be fun to kind of add to the repertoire of just bad holiday movies. This isn't a holiday movie per se, but uh, there's snow in it. There is snow. If there's snow in a movie, it's a holiday movie for me. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do you fall on Die Hard? Oh, it's definitely an Xmas movie for me. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it happens in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a tree in it. Um, it's got Snape in it, <laughs> which is the bar for making all the Harry Potter movies, Xmas movies. There you go. So that that's the bar. Mm-hmm. Merry Rickmas, as I like to say. Is he in it? He's in that other one. The other one. Ah, uh, the other one with all the people in it. The Keira oh, Knightley oh, yeah. One. What's that one called? I don't know. You said people in a movie. Uh, it's, it's literally every movie. It's got all the people. It's got the guy who does the cards. 
You know, like, ah, to me, you're perfect. I'm. Oh, yeah, that movie. I, <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I never told you that I liked you, but then you married mm-hmm. my best friend and I took pictures at your wedding. I was the videographer at your wedding and mm-hmm. then all of the videos the are of you and it's creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Laura Linney might be in it. Laura Linney's in everything. Bill Nighy's in it, right? Bill Nighy's in it. Love he, Actually? That's well, yeah, I was going to say Love yeah, Actually, okay. but it's not been something. That right. is. Love Actually is 2003, so that puts us right in the correct mindset. Yeah, and that's also an Xmas movie, and Alan Rickman is in that, too. So that Mm -hmm. makes it an Xmas movie. So, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So, yeah, me and Abby just like to watch random bad holiday movies during the season. And so, wanted to bring Abby, too, in as you're an expert by now. Right. Yes, I know a bad movie when I see it. (laughs) We watched the Choose Your Own Adventure movie. Uh, the Embalmable Snowman. Um, so, based on the book? Loosely. But barely. There are flying yetis. You know how when you, like, see a movie and, it, or, and it's like, this is based on a true story? Inspired by true events. Inspired by true events. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we named the dog has the same <laughs> name as in the true story. And that's it. <laughs> it happened on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Uh-huh. So if you were a huge fan of the book, this has ooh, nothing nothing to do. No. Right. They they look for yetis and a yeti flies and you go to Shangri-La and that's that's really the only similarities. Yeah. Uh but the nothing cast else. for that they got for this is so impressive. Stacked. <laughs> they got William H. Macy, uh-huh. who is the, the voice of the uncle. There's Frankie Muniz. <laughs> Remember, 2006. Very, yeah, but even like 2006 Frankie Muniz, like, I, f- I feel like he's more like a... I mean, Malcolm in the middle. Was he in the middle of bankruptcy or something at this point? No, he's like, no. he is like super well off. Like he owns like several vineyards, I think. And, like, no, I mean, race cars. In, t- in 2006. Oh, fair enough. I, was he in the middle of financial strife? And then he was like, sure, I'll so. do this for money. Uh, I also we'll love that there's a number one on the side of this movie. Oh, yeah, like, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll okay. To that. So there's uh, there's William H. Macy. There's yep. Frankie Muniz. Okay. Lacey, Lacey Shabert? Shabert. I don't know. I'm saying it French because she's <laughs> fancy. <laughs> Lacey Shabert from Mean Girls. Yes. And then... Gretchen Wieners. And then there's uh, Daryl Sabara from the Spy Kids movies. Mm-hmm. And then even, like, the supporting cast yes. is all big names. There's Phil Lamar, yeah. who did the voice of Samurai Jack. There's um, James Hong is in this, yes. who was in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, even the, the voice of the monkey is Dee Bradley Baker, who was uh, in... Who's a very big voice actor. Right. Well, and you're forgetting Felicity Huffman. Yeah. Oh, and Felicity Huffman's in yeah. this, too. Yes. I uh-huh. know. It's insane. Malcolm in, oh, Malcolm in the Middle uh, finished in 2006. Mm-hmm. So okay. he was just like, hey, I've hit my peak of my stardom. I'm ready to start <laughs> making big films. <laughs> it's time to transition from TV to movies. And this is the first, <laughs> this is the first jump. This and Agent Cody Banks. Yes. I forgot about that. <laughs> Bold moves. Yes. Bold choices. Oh, let's no. do James Bond, but for kids. That will age well. Um, so, how about let's go into uh, Choose Your Own Summary. So, Abby, you're going to do... Um, you are going to summarize this movie, mm-hmm. but uh, you, have, you have to do it in 60 seconds or less. Okay. And you get to choose which option you want. So, option one is 
uh, since William H. Macy is in this, you're going to do it in a William H. Macy Fargo voice. <laughs> so my own voice. <laughs> but this amped up. Uh-huh. Just a lot of, oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> or option two is... Uh, you're going to do it in like a Frankie Muniz kind of voice. So just a lot of, just kind of fast talking, just really upbeat. So again, kind of your normal so voice. So also general, my own but voice. But just amped up. Oh, good. So you're either really North Dakotan yep. or on a lot of caffeine. <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to, I'm going to just go, I'm going to lean really hard into the, the Midwest accent and do the. The Fargo accent. I, yeah. I approve. Okay. All right, so, you ready? I got to get into character. I got to pretend I'm a down-on-my-luck car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what his character was in that movie? I can't yes. Remember. Yeah, okay. I love that movie. Guys, go watch Fargo. What a... Is that your favorite Cohen? or no? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I had an awkward time one time in my life where I was like recommending it to my grandma and I was like we should watch it I, I love Fargo uh, and I watched Fargo with my grandma well there's parts of that that you forget yeah <laughs> until you're watching it with yes. your grandma until you're watching it with your grandma and then you're like ha who oh. yeah <laughs> no <laughs> I'm like grandma close your eyes <laughs> alright well okay you ready no. <laughs> and 60 seconds starts now. Oh, geez. So there's these two kids, three kids. There's three kids off to a bad start. <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh, heck. Oh, come on. Now there's three kids and god darn, their parents died. So there's they're orphans. So these three orphans, their uncle, uh, who maybe is their caregiver, we're not real sure. He... He's in Nepal, and he asks them to kind of go and pick up and go over there, don't you know? And so <laughs> he goes over, they go over there to Nepal, and, and then the Sherpa picks them up, and then they're in an airplane, and <laughs> maybe the airplane crashes, but you got to choose if you're going to maybe jump out of it. I'm not sure if you should do it or not. There's parachutes. You should maybe jump out. I'm not sure, but sometimes you get out, and sometimes you find the, the Yetis, but you got to kind of... have a heck of a time. You got to have... <laughs> just the worst darn luck, you know. And you gotta look for your Five uncle seconds. and also maybe find the Yetis or something. I don't know. <laughs> that was. I, I'm not joking. That was probably your best <laughs> intro ever. Thank you. It was, it, the, the northern Wisconsin in me <laughs> applauds. Mm-hmm. That was, oh yeah, you betcha. <laughs> oh that yeah. Was, that was a solid know. accent right there. When you get a don't you know in there, I think <laughs> that's when you know. Oh gosh. <laughs> most of our, I think most I, Are you still of, doing it or no? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Hey, I think most of our listeners, guys, are maybe overseas. And so, you know, they don't know this accent quite so much. <laughs> we don't really talk like that. I mean, we do. It's just not yeah, that. we do. It's funny because... Um, I, I don't think that we sound like that, but then every once in a while I'll say Wisconsin in Wisconsin. a way, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that really came out. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> There's certain, certain words. Yeah, for sure. Soda. Uh-huh. Soda. So uh, let's get into Abominable Snowman. So this movie starts off with two eagles <laughs> flying, uh, <laughs> flying around, and they, they come up. Uh, a lot in the throughout the the story. Yeah, 
Um, there's a lot of continuity between the um, between the different branches, which I appreciated. It's usually not typical of a Montgomery. Um, so yeah, so you can tell he had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he sold the rights and that was it. Right. <laughs> he was like, I'm out of here. Give me the money. Oh, well, first of all, let's, before we even do that, let's back up and go into the logo. So the logo is... Oh, yeah. And th- can we talk about the theme song, too, We'll talk point? about the theme song. Oh. We can talk about the theme song later. Oof. Um, so, yeah, the, the logo was by, um, I think the company's called Lean Forward Media. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, I, I'm not sure if it's a company that still exists anymore. But the logo is uh, an animation of a kid, <laughs> like, running on... The globe, yeah, and it, it just—it looks the, the globe is spinning. This kid is running, and it's—it's it's very like stilted animation, and you can kind of tell based off of that like what you're getting in for. Oh yeah, um, my kids were like, because I watched this with my children, and they were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, like, like flashcards, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can. Oh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I. I think the production quality visually matches the production quality of an R.A. Montgomery. Yeah. Like, For on, better in or worse. print, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of, like, finding myself go- saying, what is going on? <laughs> why did that choice get mm-hmm. made? Uh, but just visually. <laughs> right. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, it starts off with these two eagles um, that are going to... Uh, kind of guide uh, the the two the three kiddos. So you got me saying two kiddos now. It's going to guide the three kiddos uh, kind of throughout the story, kind of with this continuity. Um, so it starts with this big zoom on their house, and me and Abby too watched it uh, a second time this morning. I forgot that their house is like perched on the top of like this huge cliff. Yeah, yeah. No fence. No, <laughs> their parents uh, were adventurers, and so they were like, "Where? What? Which?" A totally awesome and, like, badass location <laughs> can, but can we build on. Can we just make a typical farmhouse? Yeah. We want to build on a cool, cool place that's dangerous for <laughs> for children, um, but we want it also to be wholesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You> exactly. <know? laughs> um, so then we have our three kiddos. There's Frankie Muniz, who is Benjamin. Benji. 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 And so he's kind he's of... He's the Peter. <laughs> he is the Peter of the group. <laughs> he definitely is. Um, so he's uh, smart and kind of timid, doesn't want to go on adventure, um, kind of annoying. He's the techie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's also invented, uh, he's also an inventor and has invented um, kind of like a, a big, um, uh, like a palm pocket, basically. Yeah, and what was it called? It was, oh, how could you forget the name? The name is called The Benjin. Oh, yeah, The Benjin. <laughs> and, like uh, his name plus engine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Did you really not get that? No. Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Which is yes, and, a choice. And, and it, it's, one of, it's a very, like, 2006, like, wow, technology can solve everything. Because mm-hmm. he keeps coming up in all of the storylines with just, the, like, I invented this thing, and it completely mm-hmm. solves this one specific problem that mm-hmm. there's no idea, way mm-hmm. I could have ever known that this was actually going to be a specific mm-hmm. problem, but I already solved it with right, yeah, my, he, my he didn't bring it up before. He didn't bring up how this could these gadgets could potentially no. you know, solve problems. And it's like a very inspector gadget type yes. of yes. thing mm-hmm. where it's like this small machine, but it's like all of a sudden this like arm will pop out of it. Exactly. So anyway, the Benjen 
is actually plays a lot into the story because that's how you kind of choose mm-hmm. the different options later on mm-hmm. when you're progressing through the movie. Um, so anyway, there's uh, there's Benjamin. I think he's the middle kid, or was oh. he the oldest? Yeah, well, I, he's I the middle one because yeah. Krista's the oldest. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so yeah, then there's uh, Krista, who's played by Lacey Chabert, mm-hmm. and she's uh, kind of adventurer, go-getter. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a pet snake that she calls Whiskers. So cute. She makes the bold choices. So she's kind of an animal whisperer. She's definitely the Abby of the she's group. She's the Abby of the group, mm-hmm. yeah. She's very big sister in all yeah. of this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there is the little brother. Marco. Marco, and that's Daryl Sabera. And and he's the funny one. He's the comedic relief. And mischievous. Yeah. He gets into trouble. And yeah. Uh, but he doesn't have as much of an arc as the other two do. No. The other two, depending on the choices you make, they have uh, different kind of things. Their yeah. their characters are trying to work out. Right. Um, Marco, not so much. No, he has like uh, two character, like three character traits. He's like funny. He is uh, mischievous, mm-hmm. and he is. Um, uh, laying in his hammock a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, everyone knows he's like, oh, he's a silly guy. He gets into trouble and he likes to lay around. Right. It's, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the kind of the stereotypical take charge older sister, uh-huh. nerdy middle brother. And the baby. And then, you know, the mischievous <laughs> younger brother. Yeah. Which I did find it funny that uh, Frankie Muniz voiced Benjamin, who is in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, did you seriously not? No, I, d- oh. no I didn't. <laughs> Because I, I just assumed he Benji was older in for the some middle. reason. Oh. He had the biggest part out of everybody, so I assumed that he was older for some reason. Mm. But, so yeah, that was just... That Based was on nice. height. Because when, I, when you watch, <laughs> especially Japanese anime, height mm-hmm. tells you oh, how yeah. old somebody is. Fair so enough, yeah. she's taller than he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they get into hijinks right away, and then they get a call from Uncle Rudy. Yeah. And Uncle Rudy is played by William H. Macy. Now, William H. Macy isn't doing his normal William H. Macy voice. No. How would you describe his voice, Abby? Um, trying too hard. <laughs> he was being a real tryhard in this, you know? Well, that's it's funny you should say that because Felicity Huffman is also in this, yeah. which is his wife in real yeah. life. And she just like, f- liter- I think she literally phoned it in. She was like, oh, thank God you're here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there's one time, there's one, uh, um, not to skip ahead, but there was one line she said, like, it was like, oh, I already called SOS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's yeah. so muted and so, like, one take and I'm done. Oh, she was the pilot? She yeah. was the pilot. Yeah. Oh, my and w- God. And when she kind of, like, threw away that line, mm-hmm. this is, the pilot is sitting with a broken arm on <laughs> yes. a crashed helicopter. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. She, who sh- she should be screaming in pain. Yeah. Like, yes. yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. Have you guys ever broken limbs? <laughs> yeah. Um, I broke my tailbone sliding really? down, yeah, sliding oh. down the stairs. It was like horrible, horrible, <laughs> man. That's terrible. It's excruciating. You're like screaming and crying. Ouch. And, and that was just you're the not stairs. just like oh yeah, it's fine. I <laughs> like, flew the helicopter in the ground. Kind of, it's fine. I called SOS. Yeah. Yeah. Go look at whatever <laughs> yeah. that like flashing light is in the woods. Bye. Yeah. Th- thank God you're here. I'm Uncle, fine. Uncle Rudy's missing. I'm fine. Bye. Go. <laughs> so just pop in, and she won't go on the adventure. She like. Pop in and out. Yeah. So it's because I think they only had her for like an hour. Basically. Yeah. They were like, we got 30 minutes. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, Uncle Rudy um, pops in to tell him that he is in Nepal mm-hmm. searching for Yeti. Yeah. And so the the three 
kiddos, their parents are deceased. They, they were adventurers as well, and they died on some sort of adventure, which uh, Frankie Muniz's character is resentful of. Oh, yeah. Which you kind of don't really get until you get into the later storylines. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he gets real whiny about it. Mm-hmm. Real whiny <laughs> about it. I mean, it's like, well, calm down, bro. Mm-hmm. But we often, say, well, when we're reading these books, we often say, like, who is watching these kids? Yes. And the answer in this is, well, no one. <laughs> Literally no one. And, like, you don't know how old these kids are, again, mm-hmm. like usual. Um, but if I had to guess, I would say that the oldest sister, Krista, is maybe 14? I would say 14. Yeah, 14. Like, just based 14, on, like... 12, 10. Maybe. Yeah, like, in that age range, I would say, like, none of them are out of middle school. Mm-hmm. I mean, the youngest kid looked like he was maybe, what, eight? Yes. Seven or eight? Mm-hmm. And they have no parent? Mm-hmm. Well, and they, they at their house? to be living at that house completely by themselves yeah. on the edge of a cliff. And do they go to school? Like, how do they do anything? Do they, who brings them groceries? <laughs> well, there's no, like, road up to that house either. So it was just, like, isolated. Maybe they send whiskers out. <laughs> Whiskers the snake. Whiskers. Um, can you get us some, um, oh, what do you guys want tonight? Pad thai? <laughs> or pizza? So Uncle Rudy messages them, uh, says that, hey, well, I'm in Nepal. Mm-hmm. Um, and soon you're going to be in Nepal, too, because you're going to help me look for Yeti. Mm-hmm. And Benjamin says, hey, Yetis don't exist. But the, the, the sister, Krista, Lacey Chabert, she says, well, our parents thought that Yetis existed because they tried to take a picture of one and uh, some, there was something wrong with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> they had a disposable camera with them at the time mm-hmm. and like ugh, they thought they had more film and they were just like, oh, no. Don't you hate it? Do you Sometimes have to, you at the end of the role, like, oh, younger listeners. if you guys don't know what a disposable camera is. Um, a long, long time ago. No, 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 you might need to go to back to film. <laughs> oh. What first, is film? Well, first of all, no one under, like, 40 is listening to this. <laughs> my kids are. Oh, are they? Yeah, my kids love it. Hey, Arthur and... Nora and Nora, Lizzie. I was going to guess. <laughs> Nora doesn't listen as much. Oh, She's my okay. worst child. Nora. <laughs> Nora, you're my least favorite. <laughs> That'll learn you. She knows that already. I love you, baby. Um... <laughs> um the parents also left a ex, like an a journal, journal uh-huh. too, mm-hmm. and that was and Uncle Rudy wants that. Yeah, he said, "Guard it with your life." Yep, and which so is a weird thing to, to say them. about someone's journal. Yeah, what you say to a kid? To, to a, a child. child. Yeah. So there actually is kind yes. of a journal inside the DVD case. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of filled with which, facts. Did you guard it with your life? I mean, I didn't. Like it's. I thought I brought it along with me, girl. <laughs> It is not in my bag. Like, oops. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you failed. <laughs> oops. The end, question mark? Um, so <laughs> Can I go back and remake <laughs> that choice on my Benjamin? <laughs> <laughs> then Uncle Rudy... Oh, first of all, Uncle, Ru- Uncle Rudy starts off the conversation by saying namaste, mm-hmm. which is a traditional uh, greeting in India and the surrounding area. Uh, namaste basically means I bow to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's how people say um, hello in, in that culture. And so I think it was a good example of what this movie is kind of trying to do because it's trying to teach, but then it's also trying to say, well, forget about that. Because then he, he signs off or he, he's, he's about to end his call 
And the kids say, namaste back to him. And Uncle Rudy says, gesundheit. Mm. Yeah. yeah. As, as, like, he didn't hear them or as a joke, like, oh, your, your foreign language is funny to me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of uh, chatter in, like, the yoga world and stuff, too, about yes. using namaste. Um, I don't use it when I'm going to yoga classes just because I don't want to... Um, Appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I said one reason I said, you know, think 2006. They, mm-hmm. they were clearly trying, and then they immediately would... <clears throat> they would immediately undercut themselves at every single yeah, turn. Take yes. it back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or make fun of it or other it. And, yeah. And it was like, oh, almost. Mm-hmm. But then you biffed. Right. Yeah. You're just better off just leaving it off Could have just not. Could have just not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a very, again, R.A. Montgomery type of thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even in the re-releases. They, yep. they try a little bit better, but they still don't get it yeah. right. So anyway, the three kids, they go off on their adventure. Mm-hmm. They meet up with Pasang, who is a Sherpa. 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 I'm sorry. He's a Sherpa, mm-hmm. uh, played by Phil Amar. I would also like to point out, I was very annoyed that they they used, how they used the word Sherpa, because there's Sherpa with a capital S, and then there's a Sherpa with a lowercase s. And Sherpa with a capital S is the the ethnic uh, people mm-hmm. who live in that area. Yes. And Sherpas with a lowercase s are the people who actually you know, help people get up like mountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. And often Sherpa capital, uh, capital H-S are guides. guides mm-hmm. But they they were just kind of like, oh, yeah, he's a Sherpa. And then there was another joke, and then they just moved on. Yes. And I was like, oh, again, you missed mm-hmm. an opportunity to really kind of explain something here. And then they later made fun of his height, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vertically challenged. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that's Ugh. to me, that's not even the most egregious part because they, they land at the airport. They, they have to meet up with Pasang. And so Pasang has a little buddy, a little monkey uh, no, called yes. Bucky. He just called him monkey at first. And yes. then the kids are like, we're going to just rename him Bucky. Because right. of his buck teeth. Because of his buck teeth. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I'm not the one to, like, call out stereotypes because I am. I, well, no, I'm, what I meant to say was, like, <laughs> I don't have the language to really to really give it justice, but to have a, a monkey character with buck teeth, it's not a great look. Uh, n- you, basically, every monkey character in kids' books has been said to be a bad look. Just because of the history of yes. the, what that means. Yes. It's very much been used for like racial stereotyping. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't do that if you're thinking about writing a kid's book. PSA from three librarians <laughs> who have been working with kids for a long time mm-hmm. and know a lot about kids' books. Don't do it. Yep. And Heard especially it in the presence of trying to introduce another culture yes. when that is the comic relief they're bringing in. It's just, it, it's a swing and a miss because yeah. you, right. you're trying to make it funny, but you chose... Mm-hmm. Something that is often uh, racially problematic, especially in children's literature and children's programming. Oh, yeah. And then you're tossing it off as jokes. Yeah, you're like, hey, here's a minstrel character. Mm-hmm. It's a monkey. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there watching well, with my kids, and I'm like, do I cover their eyes or do I just turn this off? Do I talk well, about the history of minstrel characters and <laughs> oh appropriation? Well, there was even the part where they, were, uh, they get to Nepal. And to, to jump ahead a little bit, um, they get to Nepal, 
and there are people there that are doing a dance uh, for Mani Rimdu. So they're doing a dance for Mani Rimdu. I'm, I, I apologize. Oh, when they're I'm at the temple. The, yeah, they're at this temple. Yeah. And they're doing kind of this dance with masks. And uh, I think, you know, the, the characters are trying to explain it um, to each other, kind of to give exposition to the audience mm-hmm. to try and make it an educational moment. Mm-hmm. And it is immediately undercut by Bucky the monkey trying to do the dance as well and, of course, failing. Uh, yep. The monkey could have been not there, and I would have been just fine, just so fine with it. It would have been really yeah, good. Yeah, because I think there's, I don't know, I think there's other, like, funny moments in in the the store or in the, in the movie without the monkey. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of what the younger brother was for, was to kind of be the comic relief, because they often make fun of his, like, smelly socks. Mm-hmm. In, in two different arcs, they made fun of his smelly socks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't necessarily need an extra comic relief, especially one that is now viewed as problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't hold up very well, hey? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, you have to go onto this uh, this very poorly designed airplane that's falling apart in the sky. And then from there, you either jump off uh, with a parachute or you try to land it. Mm-hmm. So uh, how about, I think we were going a little bit long, but how about, Abby, if you want to, what was your first run through? Do you remember? Even? I, I don't know if we remember <sighs> ours. Um, so I did jump out of yes, the plane. Yes, we did too. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the parachute thing. So when you do the parachute and jump out of the plane, you land. Um, oh, first of all, when you uh, when you choose the parachute, <laughs> it's actually, it's really funny because Frankie Muniz is already screaming. Yeah. Like, like he's falling in the, out of the sky. But he's not. But he's not. He's still on the plane. He's just standing in the doorway. What a what a character. What a what a rube. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's great because then um, you know, Krista like pushes him out yes, of the plane. Mm-hmm. She's like, Here, I'll jump first and then she pushes him. It's great. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everyone's like, Ah, we're falling, we're falling and he finally is like, This is fun. Um then you all land. You're in the middle of this kind of big market area mm-hmm. um and you get a call on your little benjamin the benjamin <laughs> you get a call on, I, I hate calling it that you get a call on your palm pilot i'm gonna call it's it the anything else <laughs> it's called the benjamin oh my god you get a call on, on the your benjamin benjamin <laughs> yes <laughs> and it is um felicity hoffman the pilot like hey hey kid she's like hey your uncle's <laughs> missing oh, the, i don't know what to do we're expecting you at the base camp but you're not here and your uncle went off to look for a yachty <laughs> <laughs> and where are you <laughs> and you're like oh we're in the middle of this market we have our parents' really important journal. <laughs> and you're like shouting this. Mm-hmm. And this like scary looking guy who's really big is over there. Yes. And he has like a real like sly look like, ooh, I'm overhearing this and I'm going to come and make some mischief. So yes. he comes over by you and he's like, mm, I'm your uncle's friend and I'm going to take you to him. And he's in this jungle. So he's, he says that he was his old guide. Yeah. And Pasang is like, mm. Mm, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, because Pasang has been the guide for the longest time. And he's like, I've been his guide for 10 years. Who are you? Because you, um, I've been his guide for 10 years, so you haven't been his guide for mm-hmm. all, forever and ever. And he's like, oh, I was his guide 11 years ago. That's mm. why you don't know me. <laughs> and um, he's like, so you got to come with me because I know where he is. He's in the jungle. Come with me, guys. Right. He wants you to come with me. So then what did you do from there? 
I was like, I'm not going with this guy. So yeah, we didn't trust him either. So yeah, if you go with him, um, you get like, um, he he is a um, oh, what do you call it? He's poacher. a poacher. Yes, he's, he's a poacher. Yeah, we did do that one time. And uh, so yeah, he there's one time he can capture you and like throw you in a tiger pit. Yeah. And the end. Yeah, the end? Question mark. Question mark. Um, or you can try to run away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's spiders and stuff involved. It's really fun if you go with him. But I didn't right. do that on my first run through. Yes. I, mm-hmm. um, we laughed. We were like, oh, gosh, we're going to leave. So that's what we did, too. And he was like, oh, that's too bad. Yoink! And he steals your parents' journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he starts running. And you're like, oh, we're going to try to get it. Get the journal back from him. And then a cop's like, stop, guy. And then, and then there's kind of like a montage of all the things <laughs> that you have to do to, like, you, you have no control, but like <laughs> you have no control, but the cartoon, uh, the, the movie makes choices for you, and so like you, there's like a, a, a carpet you throw at him, mm-hmm. and just the action sequences in general, you can just tell like the production value is not the best because like the frame rate is fairly slow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can't really catch up with Choppy. like the different action sequences and the speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like watching one of those like um, weird. What were those movies where it was like? Boop, 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 boop. You know what I'm talking about? Where it was inside of a... Um, oh, like a big spinny thing? Yeah, a spinny uh-huh. thing. And it's like... What are those called? I don't remember. It's like the, like the horse. Yeah. You watch the horse go mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Something type or something. I can't yeah. remember. Whatever. Peter will fix that in the I post. I won't. I absolutely will not. It's called a Fearnham Pumpkin. And... Peter's going to fix that later. (laughs) (laughs) He will voice over that later. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, the cops come. And after you trip him and stuff, you take the journal and then you go. Um, So then I think you go up into the mountains. Yep, you're in the mountains. And um, you can choose which tracks to follow. Yeah, you can follow. So you can either choose to follow the human tracks or the Yeti tracks. Yeah, there's like big, big tracks. That look like Yeti tracks, mm-hmm. or you can follow the human tracks, which Our with prob- the Benjen. Yes, the Benjen has Uncle Rudy's footprint in it, which is kind of creepy. <laughs> Benji's like, well, I've scanned my uncle's footprints, mm-hmm. and I know these are his for sure. Mm-hmm. I know all of his feet. <laughs> I um, I know what his grippers look like, and this is oh, it. God. <laughs> um. um yeah, oh. if you follow the Yeti footprints, it's mm-hmm. not Yeti footprints, it's, it's a bear. It's a bear, and you get chased off. Yeah, and then you die, because mm-hmm. then it says the end. <laughs> right. But anytime there's an ending, what, what's kind of neat is that you can go back, the, the DVD is smart enough that you can like you can pick any of the different uh, choices that you made along the way yeah. and just replay them. So I did like that feature. That was mm-hmm. really smart. Yeah, I liked that too, because it would be like the end. And then a question mark. And then it's like, hey, every choice that you've made up until now, you can go back and redo any part of it, which was cool. Um, but I didn't choose that then. I chose to follow the uncle's footprints. Yes, yeah, we did too. And then they disappear. And you're like, ah, what should we do? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, there's a temple up there. Mm-hmm. Great. Cool. So you go up to the temple to rest. And then Krista's like, ah, I don't want to rest. 
I want to go and look for the Yeti. Mm -hmm. That's me doing my voice. (laughs) And then Benjamin has the vapors. And then Benji's like, I'm really tired. And he's like sweating. (laughs) And then you have to decide. He also has like hallucinations too because uh, these people are dancing with masks and like the masks get like scary and disoriented. Yeah, they're like wobbly, wibbly wobbly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, should we decide to stay at the temple and rest or go and look in the woods? So I decided uh, he's looking a little... Worse for the wear, let's stay here and rest. So, yeah, you rested. And he passes out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, full on passes out. And then it's like, buddy, buddy, are you okay? And, um, yeah, he had, what was it called? Mountain sickness? Basically. Mm -hmm. You had the mountain sickness. (laughs) (laughs) You had the mountain sickness, son. No, he had, like, AMS something like, I can't remember what it was called. Air because, Mountain Sickness. Well, because of the altitude. <laughs> altitude altitude yeah. Mountain Sickness, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but he's fine now. And then it's like, hey, I'm your Uncle Rudy, and I was up here the whole time. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> and then it's like, oh, look, there's the eagles. Mm-hmm. And you look out the window, and then there's the yetis down there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you take a picture. Right. And then your uncle's like, quick, kids, get your stuff. We're going to go to Paris. Mm-hmm. But first, let's take a picture. <laughs> And you're going to be part of an organization of people who are adventurers. Mm-hmm. And they give you a medal. There's a medal ceremony, and that's mm-hmm. it. Yes. And so then you fly off with Felicity Huffman, mm-hmm. William H. Macy, the three kids, but Pasang is left behind. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, bud. Bye. Yeah, which I, I didn't necessarily think was very fun. Also, no. he didn't get a medal. He didn't. Well, I think he's already part of the society. Yeah, his medal is like under his coat or something. Because like because Uncle Brady was like, well, I think we should let him in. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Or I think we should let him know. Right. And Pasang was like, okay. I like how you get like a full on like medal mm-hmm. ceremony, like mm-hmm. you're in the Olympics or something. Like, yeah. I mean, that's how you keep the secret society <laughs> secret. Right? Yeah. Everyone gets a medal <laughs> that you physically have to wear around your neck at all times. But if you go, if you don't rest at the temple, you end up uh, in the forest. Mm-hmm. Did you go to the forest? No. Oh, so if you go to the forest, then you see um, these Himalayan honey catchers, which is actually a real thing. We looked it up. Oh, cool. And so they, like, they try to capture, like, raw honey mm-hmm. in the mountains, and it's actually really dangerous. Like, they, like, like have to climb down on ropes to, to get there. Cool. Um, but what happens is uh, the, they get the bees get disturbed. And they chase you into the forest and you die. Oh, my gosh. I mean, well, there's never really any death. Yeah, like you death don't just see the to. dying. Mm-hmm. It's just a fade to black and then the end question mark. Yeah. Right. And then mm-hmm. you just assume you die. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah. You're primed to think that you're going to die at every turn. Right. True. Um, but, yeah, that was my first run through. And it sounds like yours, too. Basically, I think we just – the only thing that was different was that we died in the, the forest by bees. Oh, okay. You died in the forest by bees. Huh? Yes. And then we back – Then we backtracked. Yeah, it gave us that option to go back. And the functionality of the DVD was actually pretty good because as you go through, um, it, it doesn't show you any – uh, choices that you haven't got to make yet. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it does, it's not like a, yeah. a, a generic, like, here's all of your options screen. It knows right. where you are. Yeah. And it's nice because it keeps all your, you know, how we always are saying, like, oh, you got to have, like, bookmarks or keep your fingers mm-hmm. in all the mm-hmm. places. It keeps your fingers in all the places for you. It's yeah. great. Um, I did like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was very innovative. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that was, like, the, I think the big win was, like, that was the 
way to win the movie. More or less, um, yeah. there's different ways to get to Shangri-La. The Shangri-La which is, is from the other the, way to the win. story. Yeah. So you can what? either, there's a few different ways you can either get there with Uncle Rudy or not. Yeah. That was the other There was ending. one version, I don't know if you, got, if you got to this, but it was somewhat dark. Um, you can either choose to go to Shangri-La. Oh, you, so you're, you're, you're Benjamin. Uh-huh. So the, the whole family wants to go to Shangri-La. Because mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're at the, the final temple. Everyone wants to go. Benjamin is all salty because he doesn't want to live a life of adventure, because he doesn't want to take risks, because that's how his parents died, which is understandable. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> my parents were selfish. They left me alone. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, it's that's one way of looking at it. It's a fair way to look at it. Yeah. At um, so... There, so, like, the, the wise man character, which, again, like Abby said, this, this movie and the original story kind of mystifies yeah. this whole culture. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the, the, this wise man character says, oh, you can either – there's two different paths you can take, which is uh, kind of a good allegory for life, but also, like, a good uh, – a literal interpretation of these books. Oh, yeah, and it makes a literal curving yeah. path. Yes, mm-hmm. yes like paths, out of liter- – And they light up in gold. Yes. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so you can either go with your family – or you can go and live a life free of adventure, but you'd be by yourself. Mm-hmm. And it'd be stable. And it would be stable because I, I we didn't go back and watch it, but it, he made it sound like, oh, well, you would know the answers to all of life's like, questions, basically. Yeah. And so, yeah, if, I think when we got to that choice, we first chose to go alone. And so, yeah, you're, you're walking off on this golden path. You open up the door and there is another door. So you have to open up that, and then you have to open up another door, and another door, and Frankie Muniz is starting to, like, go insane. (laughs) (laughs) Until you finally open up the last door, and it is the screen door of the original house. Mm. And so, like, you're banging on it because you can't open that last door, and so you're banging on it, going insane, and the movie just plays over from the beginning. Oh, my God. And like, so literally. It's, like, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, the exact, it's the exact beginning. And what, was, what bothered me about that was the, the wise man in the temple off on a craggy cliff kind of thing said, very specifically, you will live a stable life, and it'll be, it'll be wonderful, but you won't do it with the family. And then immediately lied because mm-hmm. there you are with your family about to set off on adventures. And then it throws you right back into all the same adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So everything was a lie, even right. though I picked that mm-hmm. path. I was like, no, I don't want to be around people. Yeah, it's like basically <laughs> he said, like, you choose wrong. <laughs> I'm going to make you do this all over again <laughs> so you don't screw it up this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you <Yep>. little dum-dum. <laughs> and we, we even watched it out because Peter goes, wait, did it just restart at the same frame? And I said, no, no, no. Maybe it's showing the original start. But then when Uncle Rudy shows up on on the screen to invite you to adventure, mm-hmm. you say no. Nope. So that'd be interesting, an interesting choice. Right. Uh, but yeah. Nope, it just, it, it, it literally, I, I bet if we looked like on the DVD programming, it literally just looped right back to oh my that gosh. exact. Which, can I That's point funny. out what bothered me the most about this whole movie? Yeah. Is it's a very low production value. But uh, Frankie Muniz's character's glasses change color. Yes. Yes, from green oh my gosh. to like a yellow. I know. And mm-hmm. blue. The oh, very the first time you see them, oh. they're blue. And oh, then yeah, they're yes, green yes. and mm-hmm. then they're yellow. And there's mm-hmm. it's apropos of nothing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't indicate I anything. I was wondering about that too. And like all of my all of my family noted that as well. We were all like, why? Is it does it is it are they mood glasses? <laughs> <laughs> like he gets to Shangri-La and he's happy and they're yellow? 
But no. He's calm at home and they're blue? Well, and I thought, oh, now we got to this ending, maybe because he's green glasses looking through and oh, that's blue interesting. glasses. That'd be interesting, but and that's... I thought, yes, oh, that's why, how cool. And then it was just re-looped, and I was like, oh, see, I thought I cracked the code, and it was that just a lazy animator. Yeah. <laughs> no, someone just forgot what color the glasses were, and they're like, I think they were green? Speaking of the no, production. they're yellow. They're yellow for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely blue. They ran out of blue, and so they're like, "Okay, they're green." I don't know. <laughs> well, speaking of the production value, really quick, um, the the backgrounds are all just like slightly like faded and just slightly like maybe even like a little bit pixelated almost. Mm-hmm. And then the outlines of all the characters are kind of like this big, thick black outlining, kind of making it look a little bit like cartoony, yeah, like a comic, which I I kind of liked. Yeah, but. You could tell where kind of the all the money went. The money went basically towards the, the cast. Yeah, they mm. paid a lot to get these voice actors mm. in, and then they were like, oh, my God. <laughs> we blew the budget. Right. Oh, rats, this is a visual medium. Maybe <sighs> we should have spent some money on the visual aspect, yes. too. Well, before we kind of wrap it up, how about let's get to favorite ends. So I, I talked about mine. Um, Ab- Abby, too, if you want to. Oh, you my, have a favorite ending? my favorite ending was when um, we got eaten by a bear. Because yes. cause you get to choose your footprints, and mm-hmm. apparently Benji has this amazing Benjin that can tell his uncle's footsteps, mm-hmm. but it can't identify a bear's footprints. Yes. So we yeah. go after unknown footprints. Because mm-hmm. they, they look like a Yeti. They, they but think, how do they we think. know what a mm-hmm. Yeti's footprints look exactly. like? Exactly. And why wouldn't why wouldn't any any Benjin worth its salt <laughs> be able to identify, no, no, that's a bear, mm-hmm. uh, because bears are real. I thought it was very funny that without even thinking twice about it, they're like, let's go after the big hairy feet. And then they got surprised they were eaten by a bear, which yeah. they should not have been surprised about at all. Yep. Um, yeah, my favorite ending was um, the one where I got to fly with the Yeti. <laughs> yes. That was the best one. Mm-hmm. So um, that was Were really you with fun. the uncle or not? Yes, with the uncle. Mm-hmm. I really hope the listeners just tune in for that section, for the phrase, fly with a Yeti. Mm-hmm. Fly with the Yeti. I got to fly to with the a Yeti. <laughs> we flew through the blue. It was really fun. Um, I didn't know it was the Yeti, but it was, you know, how in the first one we talked about the abominable snowman, and we're like, oh, and the Yeti shifted from, you know, the Yeti into unicorn. the unicorn, mm-hmm. into the into the Buddha, into the whatever. This mm-hmm. was that kind of situation because right. it was, you know, the wise man in the temple. And when you're Benji and you have to make the choice between going a- alone through life or, you know, choosing to go with your family, I uh, was distracted at that time and I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I so chose, it chose for you. It chose for mm-hmm. me. So I'm assuming it chose for me to be with my family at that point. Mm-hmm. And then the uncle is like, hey, wasn't it worth it to go on this adventure? And then you as uh, as Benjamin, Frankie Muniz are like, yeah, it totally was. Completely like, and it, it just kind of felt like, I know they're trying to put like a nice bow on it. Yeah. But it, it was kind of, it felt like William H. Macy was like, hey, I'm going to completely negate your feelings. Yeah. By saying, hey, isn't this view nice? Right, basically. And then right in front of you, the wise man, like, <laughs> into a yeti yes and you're like oh what <laughs> and you fly and then he grabs he's like hey everybody hold my hand but he can't talk anymore mm-hmm. actually 
weirdly. Mm-hmm. He's like, I used to be able to talk to you, but now I'm silent. And so, <laughs> <laughs> I used to be able to talk to you in English. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then he grabs your hand, and you guys all uh, fly through the air, and then you all go to Shangri-La where your glasses turn yellow. <laughs> oh, the other really good ending is when you find the Yeti mom with the baby, and she yes. has a rock on her leg, and then you're like... You're not like I'm gonna get us. We're gonna get a big log. And <laughs> we talked about this too. Yes, uh-huh. we're gonna use leverage, and we're gonna, um, you know, because you're mm-hmm. as Benji, you're like a smart mm-hmm. science dork, yes. and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. but you're or like, I can dig. I can dig a ra- uh, under the yeah. rock and try to no get out her foot that way. Yeah. You don't do any of those actual smart mm-hmm. like that science don't endanger things. people further. Yeah, what you decide to do instead <laughs> is you, there's another larger boulder. You're like, and you're like, hey, it's I'm gonna way up on top of a bigger hill. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna say, hey, let's play pool, and billiards, and billiards, yeah. and I'm going to knock. We're gonna knock this rock because somehow we can't move the other rock, but we can move this rock. We're gonna move this big <laughs> boulder down the hill. It's gonna knock into the boulder and free the the mom yet. Hopefully not crush her. <laughs> Hopefully not right. crush her. Yes. Maybe it'll just mm-hmm. hit that other one and then mm-hmm. ping. <laughs> And so yeah, Benjamin takes out the Benjamin <laughs> and he's like trying to make like calculations and alterations. But I was like, there's so many variables. Yep. Like you're going down a hill right. and this, this rock isn't like a, a right. solid sphere. Like anyone who's gone skiing or snowboarding mm-hmm. knows you could be like going down a hill and you think it's fine. And then like, oop, there's a little lump and you're like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> nope. Oh no! So yeah, that that mom could have been crushed. You could have <laughs> then had like, oh no, we've just orphaned this yeti baby. <laughs> like what happened with our parents? Mm-hmm. Now but we then, have a new sibling. <laughs> <laughs> but then that one ends with because uh, yeah, that the mom is uh, reunited with the kid and mm-hmm. the mom is fine, and uh, she was able to, to set that up. She was able to start a signal fire mm-hmm. to try and lure you in, mm-hmm. but she started it like. So far away from the <laughs> rock that she was pinned under, that was like, how did she do that? I or know. Whatever. And then you play, and then Marco plays her a song on mm-hmm. his yak, his yak flute, flute mm-hmm. that was made out of a yak leg or something. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> Which is kind of from another storyline, but whatever. Um, uh-huh. And then like Benjamin says, like, hey, I guess we kind of like achieved what our parents were looking for all along. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I guess. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> did we? Is did, that did what? Did they set out to play billiards in the middle of the Himalayas? <laughs> when our parents were like, orphan a yeti. Mm-hmm. yeah. When our parents were dying, they're like, you know what? I really hope our children accomplish one day. I hope that they have a dangerous rescue scheme. <laughs> they could have gone sideways so fast. I hope. Oh, and they make I, reckless decisions yeah. that endanger other living mm-hmm. beings. Right. Uh, well, that was in Bombal Snowman. Uh, we didn't get to the yak lady. That's kind of a weird oh, stereotype. That one was, oh. That's. When she couldn't speak English yeah, at all, and, and like, then all of a sudden she could speak English. Yeah. Suddenly, that yes. was, oh, God. And she God. was a grumpy old lady who lived alone. There was a lot, mm-hmm. of, there's oh. a lot of stereotypes. This was a very stereotype-heavy. Maybe that's yes. why it's the one and only movie in this series. Well, I know they wanted to do <laughs> others. Uh, Abby pointed out that it does say one on the cover, so they they obviously wanted to do more, uh, but this probably didn't find its audience, and so they just there did. is no audience for this. No, 
because well, no and, one and I kept thinking about like because I used to be a teacher yeah. and I thought oh if they had found a teaching audience like if they had truly done a little bit of homework because mm-hmm. they were clearly trying to sell that as educational especially with like the little insert the little adventure guide yeah. with some of the information in it um, but they didn't find that market and clearly as a mom they didn't find parent market oh mm-hmm. no <laughs> no, my kids thought it was hilarious. Bad hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, not good hilarious. So I guess this, let's get to final judgments then. So what do you think of this movie? I think we kind of already figured I, it out. I would give it a, um, well, for comedic relief as a as a, as a a good little ha-ha, it's mm-hmm. a nice solid thumbs up. But if I was just judging it based on like, hey, would I recommend that families check this out and watch this? No. It's a thumbs down. <laughs> Hard right. pass. <laughs> <laughs> but am I glad that I watched it? Absolutely. <laughs> I loved it for mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, there were parts that obviously didn't age well that we discussed. Yeah. Um, I overall liked what they were trying to do. I liked that the characters had some sort of arc. They, they put effort into this. Although, obviously, things haven't aged the best. Right. There were parts that were hard to hear, too. I felt like yeah. the, it was somewhat mumbly. We had to turn up our, our volume. Oh, yeah. We had to crank mm-hmm. the volume. It was kind of goofy when they were, like, trying to do the thing where they're like, did you get to the one where the older sister, Krista, was like, I try to keep it all together and be a good big sister, but I'm not as strong as everyone thinks I am. Like, she had a whole arc like that, yeah. too. And yeah. I was like, yeah. but Marco didn't have one. Yeah, Marco didn't. No. But so I, He's just fine with them dying. He's like, I don't have a problem with it. He's a little brother. He, he doesn't get an arc. <laughs> well, that's the, my point is that they, they tried to make this like a legitimate movie mm-hmm. with arcs and story uh, and action sequences, set pieces. They just couldn't pull it off because I don't think they had the budget. All the budget went into the... Yeah, talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why next time, don't even worry about getting big talent, guys. Mm-hmm. That's you, you did the wrong thing. Nobody is buying this because they're like, I love William H. Macy. <laughs> he is the best. I am buying this because I love him. Right. That's not the thing that people are buying this for. How about let's end on discussing the song, uh, Choose Your Own Adventure. Uh, <laughs> what a bop. <laughs> it's very pop punk. I would be twerking to this in the car. <laughs> you throw a beat behind this, mm-hmm. remix it. How about let's just get into our housekeeping really quick. Make sure that you uh, subscribe to the podcast on the podcatcher of your choice. Podcatcher? Podcatcher. You betcha. Don't you know. Make sure that you give us a five-star review on iTunes just because it helps everybody find the show regardless of what platform they use. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram because I'm sure Abby is going to post some photos from yeah. the movie. This, I mean, this time I will. Last time I forgot. <laughs> Listen, guys, I... Uh, We're busy. This is for fun. Yeah. So... I'm just, you know, whatever. But when you're on, you're on, and they're, they're really funny. Yeah, it's true. Um, and you can uh, email us at podcast at gmail.com if you have anything that we missed, any, any recommendations, anything like that. Mm. Our next book will be House of Danger Yo. by R.A. Montgomery. I'm looking forward <laughs> to this one. 
I think it's going to be fun. Um, so, yeah, that'll be in the new year. I can't wait. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks for joining us today, everybody. This has been a really fun year. Um, starting the podcast off, and, uh, yeah, it's been a great adventure with you, Abby. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, Abby's yeah. holding back tears. <laughs> no, I'm just... It's you're so embarrassing. I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. No, it, thank you. It's been really fun. I've I've enjoyed it, and it's been so uh, rewarding, man. I just, it's a really fun time. Good. Yeah. Yay. Yay, friends. Yay. Well, thanks for choosing us today, everybody. My name's Peter. I'm a librarian. My name's Abby, and I am also a librarian. And today we were joined by. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Abby too And I'm also a librarian hey, <laughs> Well thanks for listening today everybody Bye <laughs> Perfect <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to say My name for me <laughs> I pointed to you <laughs> I don't know, you were on a roll. I was um, letting you know. <laughs> also, I forgot my name. Because <laughs> I, I, I call myself Other Abby, but, but apparently I'm Abby too. That's true. <laughs>